Coming to you live from a tunnel in the woods, I am your host, Pippin. I'm your other host, Lee. I assumed that we were coming to you live from the closet of Alex's apartment, (laughs) but I guess that works too. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) You sound so enthusiastic. I'm, I'm actually really excited to talk about these entries, but they are a doozy. Uh, I uh, I remember watching this run of entries, particularly one of them, and being like, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I I was like, "Is this allowed? Can you can you even put this on <laughs> YouTube? You this? Is it legal to put this on YouTube?" It was wild. Um, but we will get to that. Yes, this is a good set of entries. It is. Things have taken a turn. Mm-hmm. Also, some lovely secondhand embarrassment in this set of entries, if you're me. <sighs> All so, right. entry 46. I guess we'll just get into it. <laughs> All right. First and most importantly, there's another bone room. I just have to mention <laughs> that right on. off the bat. Okay. Entry 46, posted August 2nd, 2011. Um, I like how after the previous entry... This one just starts off with no explanation? Yeah, this one starts off with no opening narration, with uh, a flashlight pointed into some trees at night. So, like, we have no way to tell from, like, the opening minutes of this entry, like, who is holding the camera? Mm -hmm. Like, whose perspective are we seeing? Um, And we're, like, it turns out that we're crouched in the woods next to Alex's apartment, spying on Alex. (laughs) We're actually not in the woods at all. We are, like, across the street (laughs) from a neighborhood. Um, But, yeah, we're we're looking at Alex's apartment, and he walks outside to take out some trash. Taking out the trash at night. And then whoever's holding the camera runs up to the door Alex just left, and we can see in the reflection of the glass Our door boy. that it's Jay. He's returned. Fun fact, this entry is why I usually lock the door whenever I take out the trash uh, <laughs> if, if I'm home alone. I don't know why, yeah. but, you know, just in case any stray Jays try to come and bring the operator to my house. Jay starts, like, running through Alex's apartment and opening doors and, like, checks out a utility closet, which In is... In which Bone is written again. And... I'd forgotten about that completely. This is a very important thing to me. It actually means nothing. It's just the paint color. Don't worry about it. Finds a tape. Sets his flashlight well, down. <laughs> you move so quickly through these. So does Jay. Um, the first thing that he sees, though, he runs into Alex's room, and he sees that Alex is doing drawings. Yes, he sees... To me, this is important. Oh, yeah, that's definitely important. This is, like, the Jay of seven months ago first finding out that Alex is doing these drawings. Because, yes. again, he has no access to the tapes that Alex is making. Right. Um, we see stuff there... like Return Home, uh, 
things like that in the drawings. Yeah. I, not, didn't, I didn't even know what was in the drawings. Yeah, I mean, it's not particularly relevant, but yes. Yeah, um, but there is just one singular DV tape just on the desk, and Jay grabs it, and then here's Alex walking through the front door. <laughs> oh, he's back. The dumpster wasn't that far away. And Jay, like, scrambles to uh, find somewhere to hide and runs back into this utility closet. The bone room. And here's, uh, you know, Alex moving around. I love, it's a very good shot of, like, Alex kind of walking slowly down the hallway. Because we can see through, like, the slots in the the door. Mm -hmm. Um, We can see Alex walking very slowly as if he knows immediately that something's up. Because... I think he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay, and then we hear Jay's phone start vibrating. Yeah. Alex is calling Jay at this exact moment just to say, Hey, Jay, whenever you get a chance and look at your phone, call me. At least his phone was on silent. At least mm-hmm. we didn't hear him. What, what would Jay's ring ringtone be in 2010? Oh man, I do not have the mental energy right now to think of this. I think it's just the the Nokia. In two thousand ten. Yeah, I I think I actually want that now to be bl- like blaring through Alex's utility closet. Yeah. <laughs> he calls Jay and then just hears it in his own house. Yeah, that's um, good. But uh, Jay leaves the closet and turns left to head out of the front door, and the operator can be seen through the front window, and we just hear Jay go, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, it's very good. And um, then Alex comes down the hallway with Jay's flashlight to tell him, hey, Jay, you forgot your you flashlight. You forgot your flashlight. And Jay is like trying, like... <laughs> trying to <laughs> like, make Alex... It's like, oh, this, this might... This might have been a port- important and like a discussion to have, you know, five seconds ago. But the operator's outside, so Jay's like, "Shush, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut Alex, up, shut the fuck up," and uh, um, tells him to turn off the flashlight. Yeah, he says it's outside, and Alex. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Alex says, "You let it right here." Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you can lead the operator places. Or, Alex seems to think Alex so. Alex seems least. to think so, which I think is just a neat bit of information. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Jay goes back to look through the window, it's gone. Mm-hmm. But then he immediately turns around and the operator is in the apartment yes. behind Alex. It's it's very... This one is one in which we don't really hear the operator hum thing before that appearance. No, and so it's we get a very some effective... interesting stuff with that in these yeah. set of entries that I definitely want to talk about. But it just shows up. Mm-hmm. It's a very effective like jump scare of just like, holy shit, there it is. And we only see Alex for like a split second, but there is like no reaction from him. Because he's not looking at the yeah, operator. He doesn't, he's not, he doesn't see it immediately. Like he's mm-hmm. not looking at it. But... Like, also, Jay is not sticking around to, yeah. like... Yeah, Jay just fucking sprints and grabs a key on the yeah, way out. Yeah, there is just a key. key on a hook next to the door, and Jay just grabs it. With his third hand. <laughs> and runs out. Um, I think he says in the closing narration of this video, is like, this is 
the key, key that I found in my bag at the beginning of this season, but, but he still know. doesn't know what it's for. Yeah. He also says that Alex had plenty of time to follow him, but he didn't, and he doesn't know why. Why he wouldn't run after seeing what's behind him. Um, this is like a prelude to the next entry, so I'm not sure how much more there is to talk about mm-hmm. here. I think we can move on. Uh, we have a To the Arc called Classified. Classified, posted August 15th, 2011. And we have the words, uh, I know you're there, written behind some zeros. It's really hard to read. Yeah, it's <laughs> like white text just like all over the screen and then behind it in like a very muted red are the words i know you're there and we have some numbers as we see a very red image with like glowing eyes of hoodie um numbers decode to the twins and do you know and what he did so we got that yeah i don't know what the what the twins could refer to. I feel like it's probably referring to Masky and Hoodie, but See, I could be wrong. See, that's what I'm also thinking of, but, like, twin, like, it, you know, a lot of these these sort of evocative phrases that appear into the arc, like, you know, have something within the series that they're usually resonating with, but, like... Sometimes they don't. Well, well no, yeah, I know, but, but the, yes. the twins feels like such a specific phrase, and... As far as I know, we never get uh, Hoodie and Maskey referred to as the twins, yeah. like, at any point. This this feels, like, kind of out of place. Could mean Jay and Alex. Yeah. Who knows? Um, then we also get a close-up of Alex's eye and the words, I saw it. I'm mm. pretty sure it's Alex's eye. Not sure what this could refer to either. I saw it could refer to many things. It could be the operator. It could be some sort of event that happens. These episodes, like, progressively build towards, like, a it's huge like, payoff. Yeah, it's like so, the York is very excited about what's coming soon. Yeah. To, it, you know, I, I think it's it's very cool that to the Ark knows what's on these tapes and is mm-hmm. just waiting for Jay to post them. Um so presumably he knows what's coming up and is sort of anticipating that in his own entries. I don't know. Are these like uh, like circle these bright circles over the eyes of Hoodie? Are, is this something that continues like into season three and stuff? Because I actually really like this visual motif, but Somewhat. it's not something that I like. I really associate. Yeah, we get a lot of like two circles of like that sort of thing like two circles that resemble eyes we get a lot of that kind of throughout i say a lot we we continue to get that throughout some of the later videos mm-hmm. um i like it that's it's good. about the only thing i have here you have anything for this entry nah all right entry 47 posted august one. 18th 2011 yeah this is this is a classic all of these are like pretty classic mm-hmm. entries um that a lot of people you know have thoughts and feelings on yeah. <laughs> and post about uh this is an hour after mm-hmm. the previous entry and jay just has his head resting on his steering wheel <laughs> just in his a car nice, in a parking lot nice little car nap and alex comes to the window and knocks on it it looks very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jay steps out of the car and they have a little scuffle. They sure do. 
Uh, fun fact from the, the DVD commentary of this entry is that originally uh, they had a few takes of uh, Joseph, who is Alex, pushing Troy into his car, like, and they had to stop doing that because they realized that they were denting the car. Like, <laughs> he's pushing him too hard, I guess. So now he just kind of, like, shoves him, like, further into the parking lot, away from the car. Fantastic. I think that's great. Um... Yeah, Alex is just, like, pissed off that Jay went and broke into his apartment, which is... He seems... Which is fair. What I love about this is that he seems not only pissed off that Jay broke into his apartment, but pissed off that Jay broke into his apartment poorly. He's like, (laughs) I was taking out the trash. Like, what could you have hoped to find during that amount of time? Like... He's asking Jay, like, what, like... What did you hope you would find? Why did you do this? And Jay's just like, I I had a hunch. (laughs) He had a good reason, and it was a hunch. It was a hunch. Um, The most interesting thing that I think Alex says here is, you don't even know what's on this tape, do you? Mm -hmm. Um, That's interesting to me, because it's, it's almost as if, like, Alex, like, hasn't quite internalized how Jay, like, works and processes things, because... Jay is not looking for anything concrete. He does not know that there is a tape and that he is trying to figure out what's on it, or he doesn't, like, know what's on the tape and is just trying to get evidence for something. He's just poking around and comes across this tape and thinks it might be useful and grabs it. Alex seems to think that, like, Jay was grabbing this tape for a reason and, like, knew that it existed. And then, like, when they're talking, like... Alex, like, is, like, sussing out in the middle of this talk. It's like, oh, Jay, you didn't even know that this tape existed, and you don't know what's on it, and you're not, like, trying to get it for any particular reason. Yeah, he says, uh, you thought that some tape laying on my desk was going to be the answer to all your questions. And Jay says, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) And that's... I think that's uh Yeah, this is just like good. a good distinction to draw between Jay and Alex is that like Alex seems to be a lot more goal oriented. He has things in mind and he's trying to accomplish them. Whereas Jay is more like rolling with things and just like hoping something falls out that he can use. Yeah, like I it's hard to say what Jay is trying to do oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's that's like looking... a very deliberate character choice yeah. that continues throughout the entire series. Yeah, and I think it's a very good. Like, we Jay is trying to find the answers, but what will he do once he has found these answers? I don't think he has thought that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a little break in the conversation, and like. Alex, like, walks away, and it feels like the end of this conversation. But then there's, like, a cut, and Jake grabs his camera from inside the car, then walks over to where Alex is standing, which is by his car, the Mm -hmm. Mustang. (laughs) And then we get part two of this conversation, which starts with Jay asking Alex, how did you get out of your apartment? And Alex immediately redirects and, like, starts, like, turning the conversation around on Jay again. Like, Alex is, is constantly making maneuvers to, like, gain control of, like, all conversation and all situations so that he is the one in power. Um, like, Jay, <laughs> Jay shouldn't have broken into Alex's apartment. But also, like, 
the operator was in that apartment, and you seemed to just, like, walk out, and I need to know how you did that. Yeah. And Alex has nothing to tell him about that. Yeah. He, he just uh, tells Jay that he has done nothing but make everything worse while he's been out here supposed to be helping him. But, uh, yeah. They have a nice little tussle. Yeah. Uh, Jay seems to be, like... Getting a little bit wiser to the situation and putting together that maybe Alex has not brought him here to find Amy. Because it doesn't seem like Alex is all that concerned with finding her. If this has been... Do we get do we get a time period here? Is he this says, where we get that it's says, been three months? Yeah, he says that he's, he's spent three months doing yeah. almost nothing. Um... I love this exchange. These are, like, two people who are just so pissed off at each other and, again, like, trying to come up with burns in the moment yeah. and coming up short. Like, nobody has, like, anything, like, <laughs> really damning to say about the other. They're just so pissed off. Yes, it's very good. Um, Alex says that people, that, uh, that masked psychopaths and people breaking into your, his apartment did not happen until Jay came along. Which is an interesting bit of information. Like, yeah. Masky has been really present in Jay's whole adventure, but presumably not in Alex's. Like, Jay brought Tim to Alex, and now, like, uh, Alex is, like, having to reckon with uh, Hoodie and Masky as a force in his world now, when previously it seemed like he did not have to do that. Yeah. It seems like Jay brought them to him. Yeah. I also... And again, it's... Jay also, like, does not know about these encounters that Alex is having with, with Tim and Hoodie. Right, yeah. I also think it's really interesting the way that Alex says, like, when you have, like, masked psychopaths uh, hunting you down and people are breaking into your apartment. Obviously, he's talking about Jay. Uh-huh. But the we never... We never really talk about the operator. The operator is not people, but yeah. the way that he says that kind of vaguely makes like it. it he says that he he'd said in the previous entry that Jay brought the operator like to his apartment. Oh yeah, you let it right here. Yeah, so, so like that also feels. I, I kind really of, don't think like Alex is like referring to the no, operator in this instance. Neither do I really, but like it feels vague enough that it could also kind of apply. To that. I don't know. They've been like really consistent this season with like whenever people in the series refer to the operator, they they call it an it or mm-hmm. that thing, um, which is like extremely deliberate. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jay Jay leading the the operator to his apartment though is is something and like we don't know if that's true that is a thing that like alex says but yeah. we've seen the operator in his apartment yeah before, exactly and uh alex may not be the most reliable person to get information from it would certainly seem that way but jay tries to go ahead and get some last tidbit of information from alex uh, after Alex says he's done helping jay yeah. which i think is a great line <laughs> uh yeah uh 
Jay asks for Jessica's phone number, and then Alex says, I'm done helping you. And then Jay just goes, oh yeah? And then grabs <laughs> Alex's keys and tosses them into his own car and locks the door as Alex, like, runs into the car. It's so good. The timing on it is perfect. And I, I love everything oh, about it's this. Oh, it's shot beautifully. Yes. Like, the, the, the comedic timing is, like, impeccable. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It also, I also love to imagine what would have happened if Jay had locked his own keys in his car when he did that, and both of them just had to kind of stand there, like, fuming next to each mm-hmm. other and wait for AAA. Yeah, I was going to call AAA. <laughs> I like the idea of that very much. Um, Sorry, so guess you can't get your keys. <laughs> unless you give me the phone number. And for a Just, moment, Alex... Troy's delivery on these lines are, like, so hammy. I it's love so it. good. Alex looks very much like he's about to punch Just Jay like in the goddamn him, face. Like, throw him to the concrete. And then he finally gives Jay Jessica's number. And Jay, who is, again, seems to be smarter in these past seven months than our present-day Jay, like, immediately calls Jessica's... Or calls the number that he got. And yes. Alex is like, oh, what are you doing? He's like... I'm checking to make sure you gave me the right fucking number, you <laughs> asshole. I'm not, I'm not that much of an idiot. I'm not that stupid, is what he says, and I think that's wonderful. Yeah, but um, uh, he gets Jessica's voicemail and allows Alex to get... His, well, I say allows <laughs> Alex to get his keys. Jay unlocks the door to his car, He's, picks he, up the keys, and tosses them onto the ground and says... There, there are your keys. The way that he tell he tells Alex to move so he can yeah. unlock his car is just like move. I love it. It's Ooh. so good. But also worth noting, the last four yes. digits of Jessica's phone number. Yeah, the the phone number is is censored out so we don't hear it, but we do hear the last four digits, and it is the combination yes. to the safe in Jay's hotel room. And I, I love that detail. I love that the phone number is edited out except for that because that's like Jay present day yeah. saying, oh, I, hey, look at this. Yeah. Because um, Jay doesn't say anything at the end of this entry about that, does no. he? No. Um, but he obviously notices it because he doesn't censor out that part. That's a good little yeah. little detail. There's the keys. Um, and then Alex picks up his keys and as he's walking away, Jay has to get in one last zinger and it's just like might want to keep those in your pocket from now on <laughs> god um we get some ending narration well not some ending narration because this this entry continues yeah for i always a while. forget that there's but we a get part. we get some i guess midpoint narration of present day jay um just sort of recapping you know the events that we've seen and like his main note is that Alex never told him how he got out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can just imagine, like, present-day Jay, like, hearing himself ask how he got out of his apartment and then waiting for, like, the rest of the tape for that answer. Mm-hmm. And it never comes, and him being, like, really concerned about that. Mm-hmm. It's like, hold on, I didn't get the information that it seemed that I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? Um... Yeah, we get a we get a cut to the next day, and Jay is setting up his camera in his car. He's taking some modeling selfies. Yeah, um, and then he calls Jessica, and I I love that he's just got his phone on speakerphone, so you can get the whole conversation mm-hmm. 
on the camera. It's just like tiny, tiny little touches where yeah. the series acknowledges like the found footage format and just be like, <laughs> Jay, Jay knows that he is going to review this footage later, so he needs the whole conversation on tape, so he makes sure the phone yep. is on speakerphone. And we've it's seen that before. Good. He, he oh, did yeah. the same thing with Alex, and um, I think Alex did the same thing as well uh, when he was listening to Jay's voicemail in Rosswood Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay is doing his own little investigation and asks Jessica about Amy, and this is where he learns that, mm-hmm. uh, that Alex told Jessica that he had gotten in touch with Amy. And Jay seems extremely perplexed by this. Yes. Because for the past three months, he's been with Alex looking for Amy. Yes. Um, he says he's been around Alex, which I think is great. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the way that he says that. Because clearly from the conversation that we just saw, uh, Jay has not been doing much because he's just been waiting for Alex to call him and tell him what to do, I guess. Yeah, we, we get, like, this great little sequence from Jay as he is, like, simultaneously trying to process the information that he's gotten and not give a whole lot away while also still like keeping up this conversation with jessica Mm -hmm. um because he does tell her that like he's been looking for amy with alex and that he um doesn't know why alex would be telling different people different stories and he looks at the camera while he delivers that line which Mm -hmm. i think is good because he's like this is like him acknowledging the camera, which is him acknowledging himself in the future, just like telling different people different stories, like like this part. This is the, the important <laughs> part. Um, and then tells Jessica like not to answer the phone if yeah. Alex calls. It's like, just if to you be get safe. a call from Alex, do not pick up the phone. Yes, which is which I can only imagine like what is going through Jessica's head yeah. at this moment because she does not know who Jay is. She knows who Alex is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this stranger is calling her being like, yo, something is going on with Alex. Do not talk to him. Man, I wonder what's up with Jessica. I don't know how much I can talk about it right now. Yeah, there's some there's some interesting things going on here. But, but, but Jessica is or was... Amy's roommate. Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> and Amy has been gone. missing for yeah. like almost four months at this point. I mean, presumably. I, I, Alex told Jessica that he got in touch with Amy and not to worry. And Jessica <laughs> seems to have accepted that like explanation. Right. But meanwhile, like, how's, how's Jessica paying that rent? Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? She does ask. Jay is like, isn't she with Alex? Yeah. So, like, I guess she's been operating under the assumption that, like, Amy moved in to Alex's place. uh, But also has, like, not heard from Amy. (laughs) Yeah, like... You know, I've never thought about this before, but in the hotel entries, Jessica says that she got kicked out. Do you think that she got evicted for not paying rent? Oh, damn. (laughs) Ugh. I hadn't thought about that before, but that's actually... 
that that in the in that moment it reads to me like very much her her coming up with a story yeah. on the spot but it does kind of line up yeah it sure does doesn't it um yeah there's like marble hornets is like an extremely interesting text to like read through the lens of masculinity and like how it portrays masculinity there is a really interesting thing going on here where past jay is like trying to reassure jessica mm-hmm. and like putting on a brave face and like being a like a strong man he's like we'll get more don't worry about it um i'm sure everything's gonna be fine uh don't I'll worry let, your pretty little head <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll i'll let you know like I'm, I'm sure Amy's fine, and, and we'll find her. Uh, yeah, definitely, for sure. And present Jay, in, uh, in the commentary, like, notes on this. He notes that, like, he was trying to reassure Jessica. But Jay is, like, so obviously not holding it together. Like, he, he is so clearly, like, making stuff on, up on the spot. And, like... I feel like this is, like, <laughs> really apparent to Jessica in the moment. We don't get a whole lot from her through this phone call. Mm-hmm. But just, like, surely it sounds like over the phone that Jay, like, really does not know what he's talking about. But is, like, assumed this posture of, like, trying to reassure and protect the women folk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, like, this isn't... This is not, like, really Jay's character at all. Mm-hmm. It just, like, is is the role that he feels, like, obligated to inhabit yeah. right here. I don't know. I just thought it was it was really interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely have more to talk about with that in the next episode, mm-hmm. um, specifically. But yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm interested in what you might have for that. But uh, present day Jay, just in the ending commentary... Like, even though uh, he told Jessica in the moment that he'll get back in touch with Alex and try to figure out, like, what's going on. Maybe, maybe, like, (laughs) she misheard. He misspoke. He misspoke. Um, Present AJ notes that he probably had no intention of talking with Alex again after the previous night. However, he does follow alex i just want to say the, the last thing that we have in uh in oh, this yes. entry is just the note i never should have called her uh, sadness mm-hmm. i mean like i really like that 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 bit of narration specifically because first of all it's in hindsight i never yeah. should have called her which is very good because you know, hindsight, that's a thing. Yeah, like, like, Jay is realizing in this moment that he's the one who dragged Jessica into this. Because, like, Alex, even though, like, he lied, like, also distanced Jessica from whatever the fuck is Mm -hmm. going on, and Jay's the one who pulls her back in. Yeah, which, obviously, not intentionally. Like, this is the only lead that he has on what he has been, like supposedly yeah. trying to do and for the past it, it, few months. And it, he also has, like, good intentions mm-hmm. about this. Like, he's trying to be transparent with Jessica. I mm-hmm. mean, he also lies to her here. Yeah. But, like, is, like, also, like, pretty clearly concerned with her well-being here. It's like, I don't know why Alex would have lied to you. It seems, like... I guess he doesn't outright lie to her. Right. Aside from, like, saying that he's going to talk to Alex. Right. He, he's kind of 
you know, withholding information, obviously, but, like, it does seem like he is trying to not leave her in the dark like he has been left mm-hmm. in the dark for the past several months. Right. You want to move on? Yes. Unless you have anything else? All right. All right. We have entry 48, posted August 31st, 2011. Um, Jay has decided just to, like, tail Alex. Yes. And we get a lovely montage of him following him in his car and just, like, filming him sitting on a park bench, <laughs> uh, noting that he, he's, he's carrying a satchel. Alex says, it's taken to carrying a satchel with him wherever he goes, and this is very relevant for some reason. <laughs> Um, he also notes that Alex goes into Rosswood Park on a day, uh, not a daily basis, on but a on a regular, regular basis. basis. And every time he does, he's got the the GoPro yes. strapped to him. But Jay never seems to follow him. And he's, Until one day. one day. He must have decided that there was no other option. This is like several weeks into yes. him following Alex. Yeah. I think it's like three weeks or something. And I think that's, I love, I love the way that the timeline works out here because this entry is uploaded at the end of August of 2011. And I think kind of roughly following with the timeline that we've been given in the past seven months, this would probably be around August of the previous year. Sure. Yeah. So that's kind of, kind of nice that that lines up like that. Like I said, this intro, or this season is pretty much almost exactly a year long, which mm-hmm. I very, very like, very, very like, very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jay follows Alex into the woods in Rosswood Park, and uh, my note here is just this is a Marble Hornets ass entry. Oh yes, it is. Get a lot of just <laughs> camera pointed at the mm-hmm. at the ground as we walk through the woods. Yes, so important and worth noting, probably worth noting, probably is that. Um, Alex is entering Rosswood Park in the same place that he did in Entry 43 when he encountered the operator and, like, walked towards it. Like, ducked under that foliage. Yeah, it's the exact same foliage. Yeah. Jay does the same same thing. I, like, I have a... Jay crosses the threshold into the other world. Like, he's followed Alex into into this domain. And then loses Alex almost, almost immediately. immediately. The, that, the comedic timing of that fucking clip of the, just Jay, like, pointing the camera at his own shadow. Like, you can see his, his head kind of like turning back he whips back his head forth. around, like, searching for Alex. Um, it's talking about good. comedic timing, like, one of the, the major components of that is that it doesn't cut to, like, a black title card with that text. It's just the text flashes over the image, I lose Alex almost immediately. Yes. <laughs> and it's over that. It's just so good. I love it very much. Um, so we get some walking in the woods, some yeah. Marble Hornets ass walking in the woods. I just have a note that, like, these trees look great. They're very tall and yes. very thin. They look great. Yes. Um, it's a very cool park. As Jay is, like, walking along this path, like, some sound distortion fades yeah. in. And I I was listening to this, and I, I noticed, I, you know, I asked you about this in the moment, but I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, that is, like, the operator's sound distortion. But the way it, like, fades in, and, like, it sounds close to Jay, as if it's something, like, diegetic. Yes. And, like... This... Entry is very loud. There's a lot of Oh, this entry and the noise. next entry has some like really great sound design. Yeah, like the the you can hear it it sounds like 
the woods, there's like bug noises and bird noises and noises of walking through like brush and all of that just as we're going. Yeah. And so the the operator hum kind of sounds just like a bug. It sounds like cicadas. Yeah, it sounds like this cicadas. Is, so I I forget how how the timeline all works in season two. Are they filming this like in winter or something when it's supposed to be summer? No. I forget. No. There's the- something like that though, isn't there? Yeah, sort of, but like I said, the this this timeline actually works out fairly well to where like this was probably sure. filmed in August and okay. was probably meant to be set around. But August. yeah, like just from you know the footage on the camera, I can I can feel exactly how these yes. people feel. Like I have you can been feel in the muggy <laughs> in muggy ass hot woods in the middle of August, <sighs> and like I can like like. I have very strong memories yep. of that. That this is, man, I love that Marble Hornets takes place in the South. Yeah, like, it's very good. I, I I really love it. it. It adds such a great atmosphere. But like, I can so strongly identify with like the feeling that is going through yeah. this camera. It's like I know exactly how that feels. The way that but, the, the, oh, the, the just the no, way that ahead. the foliage looks like because it's it's very the sun clean. going through. Yeah, the exactly. Canopy. It's just so good. Um. But we get the operator but, but hum. The, yeah, the operator hum, and it sounds like cicadas. Yes. It sounds like bugs. Like, mm-hmm. this This is the sound that you would hear in these kinds of, like, overgrown woods. Yeah. Um, it sounds almost exactly like cicadas. And it sounds, and, and you saying that it sounds like it's diegetic, like, Jay turns mm-hmm. around. Yes, Jay re- seems like he's reacting to something. Yeah. And um, there's th- nothing. Which is, like, right after the hum starts fading in. And he turns around... There's nothing the path, there. And then it turns back and like as he's painting yep. as he's whipping the camera around, the operator like quickly comes into frame. Mm-hmm. And but then, Jay doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. And then whenever the he... sound fades out and he takes a couple steps and turns back around and the operator's no longer there. Yes. I love that so much. I th- this operator appearance took me a very, very long time to actually notice because it's it's very season one, like, kind of blink and you miss it. Like, it's just kind of there, and you have to notice it mm-hmm. in the background. There mm-hmm. is something going on here, and I think this comes through, like, the most strongly in season two, but this is, like, a thing throughout all of Marble Hornets. There is, like, a very strange interaction between the natural and the unnatural world in Marble Hornets. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the natural and the paranatural. And also between technology and nature. Yeah. The operator appears and it comes through the camera's microphone as cicadas in the woods. Um, it, it And the operator itself, like, appears frequently in the woods but is not of the woods it doesn't look like anything you would find in a natural environment yeah i have here that uh technology and nature are like oil and water they 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 separate naturally and they don't like to mix but when they're forced mm-hmm. like to, to to mix they react violently with each <laughs> other and the operator is is what comes out of that yeah um it's, I like that. it's very interesting i it comes through so well in this entry to me. I want to talk about that, the the natural versus the unnatural. I want to talk about that so much more when we get to season three or when we talk, when we have a spoiler Oh yeah, there's a lot there. Because there's a lot there. (laughs) Um, 
Jay keeps moving through the woods and eventually finds Alex. Yes. Sitting at the entrance to a tunnel that we've seen before. We sure have. With his back to Jay. He's and just Alex kind of is uh, Jay is like using the zoom on the camera mm-hmm. to like get a better look at Alex. But he's like sitting there fiddling with the satchel. I then quickly turns his head around and Jay like ducks out of there. <laughs> yeah, he just runs. Um, this tunnel is from entry 29. Yes. It was the footage on Jay's computer. Yes. That was titled No Entry. Yeah, Jay points this out at the end of this entry. Mm-hmm. That At the end of the entry, he says that he needs to find what he needs to find out what Alex did there. And <laughs> if you don't remember that entry, you may be, um, that line may not have like any special significance. But if you remember that entry, uh, there's blood on the ground yep. in that tunnel and there the sure operator appears. Is. Um, <sighs> also, when, when Jay is like going back to his car, he, he, he notes in the text that like he he left the park without trying to approach Alex. And mm-hmm. when we when he's unlocking his car, we get a nice look at him, like his reflection in the window. And he's wearing sunglasses and a hat. I mean, he's always mm-hmm. wearing a hat, but he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and I know that that's... He's, he probably does... He probably knows that he's not in disguise, but I feel almost like he thinks that he's in disguise. <laughs> oh, yeah. As if Alex wouldn't recognize him at a distance if yeah, he's wearing like, sunglasses. He's just some guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're getting into it now. We're really getting into it. As uh, To the Ark is quick to remind us in this next one. So we have side note, uh, September 1st, uh, the very next day, September 1st, 2011. It has the description, remain seated, I will find you. And then we, we start with uh, staticky TV and the words, be silent. We, we stay on that for a little while and the masky mask kind of like, emerges from the darkness very slowly and that like has always creeped me out it's very good um and then we get uh we get some some clips of alex right yeah um like Alex's, like, face or something. Yeah. Oh, we also see, like, a, a, a silhouette of what looks like Hoodie. Um, yeah, like, in front of, like, a static TV. Yes. And then we get the words, this is the best part. Ooh. I love that. Like, it's, it's, it, it's, it's only after knowing what the next entry is that the words, this is the best part, take on, like, such a dreadful tone. Yes, it's so good. Uh, it's it's to the arc nudging Jay and being like, hey, pay attention. This is the good part. You gotta watch. God. I love it very much. Yeah, I guess we'll just get into it. We gotta. Entry 49. Final entry of our episode here. So Sept- it's September 6th, 2011. This is the same day... Mm-hmm. That we just saw in entry 48, but from Alex's perspective. Yes. He is walking into the woods, and we're seeing the footage from the chess cam. The chess cam, of course, is great. Uh, you know, just the way it distorts the image. Like, it really feels like a change in perspective. It turns uh, everything almost, very yellow. Almost as if, like, we're, we're getting... You know, this is how Alex sees things. Yeah. And it's, like, distorted and, and fucked up. Uh, 
Um, As Alex we is... get Well, we get some... Before the, the entry actually starts, we do get some opening narration of oh, Jay yeah. saying that he did not want to upload this entry. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, there was actually a few tweets of him like kind of trying to decide whether he wanted to actually upload this or not. Yeah. Like, and coming to the conclusion that he does in the opening narration that he wants to put it on the internet just in case something happens to him. Yeah, it's it's ultimately a good thing to preserve this footage. This is something that I'm actually completely on board with oh, yeah. Jay doing. Like, this needs to be out there yeah. somehow. But, who oh boy. Um, this is an incredible entry. Yes. This is... There's so much. Truly amazing. Alex crosses over the threshold. Yes. As he is walking through the woods, and this would have been like while Jay is looking for him, uh-huh. like after Jay loses him, Alex is muttering under his breath, don't follow me. Don't follow me. I know you're here. Yeah. It's like barely audible. But then Alex gets to the tunnel and Jay is like, putting the footage from the previous entry next to it so we can see how everything mm-hmm. lines up. And I think it's very nice that, like, these obviously were actually filmed at the same time. Like, they didn't have to go back and fake it. Oh, yeah. I, I like that very much. Yeah. It... We'll, we'll see an instance later on where that is actually not the case. Much, much, much later on. Uh, but it's, it's mm-hmm. not obvious, but still pretty neat. I like it. So... We, we get that bit where Alex turns around and looks towards Jay, and, like, we don't see anything show up on Alex's camera, but we know this is a part where, like, Jay turns around yeah. and goes back to his car. And I love the way that this, like, the, the pacing of this is so very good, because, like, you have, like, this buildup of, like, okay, so we've already seen this, we already know uh-huh. this happens, and then we have a cut to black, Alex sits in the tunnel for roughly 15 minutes, according to Jay's narration, and then... The footage comes back, and we're still staring at Alex just, like, sitting in this tunnel. Uh-huh. And then we hear a voice behind him ask if he's all right, if he needs some help. And then Alex turns around and screams at him, I told you not to follow me. And the guy just says, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, guy. Which is very funny. Would be also my reaction. But Alex <laughs> tackles this man. Yep. And puts his hands around his throat. We get, like, a scuffle inside the tunnel. Like, they move back inside. Mm -hmm. The chest camera comes off and falls to the ground. And this is how we see the rest of this entry. With it laying on its side. So, like, when people are standing up in the frame, they're, like, like (laughs) they're facing towards the right. Mm -hmm. Like, their head is pointed towards the right edge of the frame. This is how we see the rest of the entry. Alex is down on top of this man. and Beardy McWhite shirt, please. Yeah. And, like, as he is choking him, Mm -hmm. and, like, we can see, like, his legs, like, struggle, and then struggle less and less, the camera starts freaking out in a way that we have only seen... When, like, the operator is, like, present and fucking with things. But here it's, like, the violence that Alex is enacting is causing this distortion. Like, it starts, like, when he brings this guy to the ground. Yeah, like, there's... And there's some really, like, 
obvious like audio distortion like throughout this that uh yeah it's it's yeah. it's very there's like, a lot going on like just alex attacking this guy is what is destroying the picture mm-hmm and as he chokes him and the guy, like, slowly stops struggling, the operator hum comes in. Yeah. But not to indicate the operator. Yeah. Uh, it's just as Alex is killing this guy. Yes. And we get this great shot of Alex, like, standing up over oh, the Oh, yeah. He, he, the guy stops struggling and Alex comes to his feet and just like looms over this guy. Yeah. And he stands like so tall in this frame. It's so good. Um, and then he walks. He walks towards the camera. Yeah, he walks off camera. And past it. And we hear something, you know, like rattle against the ground. And then the operator hum like starts coming in and getting louder and louder. And then as Alex passes back in front of the camera, it starts getting lower and lower yeah. again so we know that the hum is like attached to is alex. attached to alex and not the operator and it gets louder with his proximity to the camera mm-hmm. and then he kneels over the guy ha- again kneels over the guy he's got a nice big rock in his hand a rock above his head and jay cuts to black and says that Alex brings the rock down on this guy's head four times. Love this. This, this, like, this removed, like, I love this. Because, I mean, obviously, in context, in universe, Jay would not put the footage of, like, Mm -hmm. someone being brutally murdered on YouTube, and also YouTube would not allow you to put this footage on YouTube. But... And it's so much more effective than trying to, like, oh, yeah. fake it. And also, oh, it's just so good. It's, like, it feels like a snuff film. It feels it like sure you're watching do. a real person get killed on camera. Yeah. There is something crazy going on with the sound design here that makes it, like, way more cinematic. Um like if you if you just dropped a camera on the ground and filmed it like this like this is not the product that you would get but Troy is doing something with the sound here where like it, it's doing what the sound design in like a like a feature like the movie would do where like while the camera is still attached to Alex and like up on him while he's fighting this guy there's a lot of noise going on. Yeah. It just like overwhelms as the camera gets like rustled and, and jostled and like bumps up against people. But then once it's dropped, we still hear all the same noises. But as the action reaches a climax and then as Alex like starts choking the life out of this guy, you know, the sound is muffled because the camera has has fallen down and, and is farther away from the action. Mm-hmm. So like the 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 whole profile of the sound is lowered like as alex is bringing this guy's yeah. life to an end and there's also a nice like echo there just that oh, i think yeah. is just a product of the tunnel itself because mm-hmm. we'll we'll yeah it's just it's just very good it's all very good so when we cut back to the footage alex sets down the rock and stands, he stands up, again. up again in the same way and then walks over to the to the left of this yes. guy and picks up his glasses. Bends down 
and picks up his glasses and puts them back on, which I think is maybe the perfect cap off to this yep. scene. There, <laughs> I would I would love to like read a paper or like watch a video essay on like the history of people wearing glasses in film because, like. You know, it, it's extremely well documented, like, the history of, like, cigars and cigarettes and film and what they represent, mm-hmm. you know, like, like back in the days of the Hays Code, like, somebody lighting a cigar was a way to signal that, like, two people had had sex mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Like, I feel like just the fact that Alex wears glasses, and I know this is because Joseph <laughs> yeah, wears glasses in real life, but... It, 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 it it's it's part of like this this longer legacy of like people wearing glasses in film for like back during the Hayes Code when you couldn't like show being gay in a positive light, um, you know there are all these ways to like signal and code people being gay and it's them acting in an effeminate way it's them dressing a particular way a lot of the time. Um, these people who were who were gay coded would wear glasses as as a way to to signal that and you know since you couldn't portray homosexuality in like a positive light back then you know you have uh villains a lot of the time being imbued with all the the these gay codifiers and like one of those is glasses and i feel like glasses like comes into the modern era like after like after the days of the Hayes code of like you know glasses could be used to like symbolize that somebody is like weak but also that they are duplicitous yeah doing the anime glasses yeah the anime glasses thing is also like a huge part of this but you know there's a very particular kind a villain who enacts violence in this way and it, like Alex is not an imposing character like I guess he's kind of tall compared to some mm-hmm. of the other people on screen but he he's not a big guy um but just like the, the <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched Sin City I haven't watched I have Sin not. City but like very famously Elijah Wood plays this extremely creepy character in this movie and like his glasses are like always shown and this gives me vibes from that character i don't know i i i love that alex wears glasses i like all of the everything that you just said i want to also mention with the glasses that like we're going to get some narration from jay here in a bit that he doesn't know who this guy was and he's Uh not sure if alex knew who this guy was and Alex seems to have thought, at least initially, that that was Jay. I told you not to follow mm-hmm. me. And I like the detail of Alex picking up his glasses at the end of this. Because, like... Did he actually get a good look at this guy before he killed him? Like... I, I, I think it's it's more of a symbolic No, thing. I'm sure yeah, it yeah. is, but, like, I just... I... I... I, I like it very much. I, I I am agreeing with like the the meaning behind what you're saying. Like he he clearly does not recognize this guy, but is like attacking him as if he were Jay. Mm-hmm. So he's not seeing this guy clearly. It's not because he's not wearing his glasses. It's because of something else. Yes, but yeah, definitely that. But um, but 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 in kind of a bringing it back to being kind of like symbolic. Yeah, it 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 feels. 
interesting that it's it's after he has done everything that he's going to do that he finally puts his glasses, puts his glasses back. back. It's not before he smashes. It's not before he smashes the guy's head. It's after. And so yeah, then that's a good that's a good observation. He walks back behind the camera again. We get the the hum again. I think don't we? No. Oh no. We oh don't. well. We get the hum as like he passes. Yeah, that's past that's the I mean. camera again. But there is no hum yes. when the operator just appears. Yes. And then wild ass audio distortion happens. Yes. Just and you know the camera's freaking out and then the operator disappears again and the body is gone. Yep, the rock's still there, the body's gone. I Something that I really, really like during this is while the camera's freaking out, for a second, the image is reversed. Mm-hmm. So the operator, like, you know, everything's on the right side of the screen and the left half is just, like, ground taken up by yeah, the, the wide-angle lens. It's, it's negative space. But then for just a, a few frames, it flips, and then the operator and the body and whatnot are all on the left side. And... I, I very much like that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about that probably later, but like the idea of, you know, these these spaces that are not like our spaces, you know, like what we had in, oh, sure. in, in uh, entry 23. Yes? Yes, 23. Um, with like the basement and all of mm-hmm. that. The basement and Brian's house, mm-hmm. these woods in general, but especially this tunnel. There is something they they are they are like not of this world. Yes, they, they behave in in ways that are not normal. Like very crucially, for a very long time, we don't we only see people enter through one side yep. of this tunnel. We never see people. We don't see what's on the other side of the tunnel. Right. We only see this tunnel when from we, from one end. So when we saw this entry, when we saw this tunnel in entry twenty nine, we saw the operator at the far end, like right. standing in in the the as if preventing whoever is holding the camera. Yeah. Who I guess we could probably say now is Jay. Yes. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, as if preventing Jay from like progressing further down this tunnel. Yeah, and then in this one we have the the operator and the the body. Uh, like in the opposite uh, direction mm-hmm. and then they disappear and then that's that's where Alex after this has happened after all that's left is the rock sitting there Alex picks up the camera and kind of looks at it and then turns yeah. it off yeah it just in uh going back to like the operator appearing to like direct where people move like he said in, in in that entry, the operator appears at the other end of the tunnel where we never see anybody enter or exit through. In um, the entry where Jay breaks into Alex's apartment, it appears outside the yep. apartment and forces Jay into conflict with Alex. It forces them to meet. Yep. And then as soon as that happens, it appears inside the apartment, uh, apartment and mm-hmm. forces Jay out. Yep. As if it, you know, it's trying to like direct and nudge people into you know certain confrontations. Yeah, in in an, in a more of an indirect way with those, and then in more of a direct way, the vibe that I get here obviously is that the operator 
takes the body with it. Wherever oh, it's going yeah. to, it's taking the body. The only other time we've seen something like this is the operator appearing in Alex's room. Yes. And then when the operator disappears, Alex's body is gone. Yep. Like, we've seen Jay vanish from his room before, but there's something different about that. Yeah. Um, especially since, like, we don't see the operator appear in Jay's apartment. The invader in that space is is Tim as the masked man. Mm-hmm. It... it it feels more like Tim or To The Ark is doing something there. Yes. Um, but this is all operator, baby. Yep. There's, there's, there's no, there's nothing, like, there's no footage missing here. It's just the operator appears, mm-hmm. and then it disappears, and the body disappears with it. Mm-hmm. And then after all that is through, Alex reapproaches the camera, picks it up, and as he's, like, walking out of the tunnel, back from whence he came, back into, like, Rosswood Park towards, I guess, towards the, the exit, towards the parking lot, he turns off the camera. <sighs> Do we get any ending narration from Jay here? Yes, we, we actually still have a bit more of this entry as well. Um, but, but Jay says that he has never seen... Oh, yes, 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 yes. He's never seen this man before, which is actually not 100% (laughs) true. Because in the last entry, when Jay is going back to the parking lot, back to his car, we can see this guy in the parking lot, like, standing next to his car. And I love that. Just a nice little detail. Like, you do not have to do that when you're making a series of this scale and budget and audience but you know just in the previous entry we get like a little acknowledgement that this guy was there in the first place like yep. he's just out there in the parking lot yep i i've always loved that very much it's, it's a neat little thing very good and so then we we cut to uh alex in his car right. driving with the chest cam like sitting on the passenger seat and he calls Jay on speakerphone. I, I very much love... Jay has subtitled this conversation. And I love that the very first thing that Jay says upon answering is what, period. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he is obviously not pleased with Alex after their last interaction. Um, Alex tells Jay to meet him at Rosswood Park because he found something important. Um, and it's about Amy. And... Says that he can't... Well, he doesn't say that he can't tell Jay. He just has to see it. But Jay is like, why can't you just tell me over the phone? And Alex is like, just show up. Yeah, just be there as soon as you can at Rosswood Park tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's all we got. Well, actually, it's not. We have another to the arc. But for that entry, that's all we got. You hope that Jay does not come, but you know that he probably does. And see, again, we know Jay's okay. We know he's yeah. we know he's still here. We know he he's, makes it out. <laughs> we know that he's alive. Probably. <laughs> um but we don't we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And and Jay of the past certainly does not know that Alex has he just murdered a man. <laughs> Absolutely not. Man. It's a good one. It, the the implications abound. It seems like the operator is, like, covering up. Like, it's both influencing Alex to, like, enact violence on people and then also covering up that violence. 
Uh, we're going to get way more into that mm-hmm. in like our next episode, but uh, Alex is a, as an independent agent uh, does not really seem to be the case anymore. There is there is some sort of interaction going on between Alex and the operator that is not entirely antagonistic. Yeah. And I... Boy, we gotta get to our... I, I, I want to talk about this in a spoiler episode. But yeah. There's, there's just a lot going on. But uh, we have one final entry. Extraction to the arc. Posted September 27th, 2011. And it has it's the funny. description never. Go on. I, I, I actually like never remember this entry and like what happens in it. I, I'm bad at like keeping to the arc straight in my head. But also, this is the one that I acknowledge the most because if I'm quoting something from Marble Hornets, it is probably the yep. phrase, How much do you hate? It is not enough. Yep. We just have Tim in the mask limping towards the camera on a street. Yeah, it's like under a red light and we Tim see... emerges from the background in the shadows yeah. wearing the mask, just like inexorably moving towards the camera. We see um, a shot of Tim from Entry 20. Yeah, we see like a, sh- a double exposure yeah, thing like yeah. moving over. I believe this is the one where we see an eye as well, like at the end of a tunnel, or is that the previous one? I think that was the previous oh. one. I think this is just him. Yeah, and then we see the tunnel, and how much do you hate? And it is not enough. This feels like an anticipation for something as Tim like yeah. moves towards the camera. Is like it feels like Tim is about to make his triumphant return to the series. <laughs> like, it feels like he is, like... <laughs> again, this is, like, filmed in present day, but it feels like he's about to appear in the in the past entries that Jay is looking through. Yeah, and, like, I... The, the way it's phrased... Oh, weird. Wait, when would this have been filmed? Oh, I guess this actually would this, maybe have been old still. This may... Like, it's been several months... Since we saw Tim in the hotel, which was already several months since his leg had been broken. So, like, is he still limping at this point? We don't in know. In present day? I know, we, but we don't know. Uh, so who knows when this was actually yeah. filmed? I mean, I like to imagine that, like, to the arc, like, Hoodie and Maskey, Hoodie just kind of, like picks up cameras like all right we're, we're gonna go film some creepy shit today that we could use for a video later i like the idea of that uh-huh. <laughs> um but yeah I, the, the the phrasing of this how much do you hate it is not enough like what exactly does that mean i've always kind of taken it to mean you know whatever however it is that you're feeling right now about finding out that alex yeah. is a murderer it gets worse just keep yeah, there, there's that sort of there's that sort of implication, but then there's also like, do you have what it takes to do what is necessary? Yeah, that too. Like, to Alex, and also like, we don't know what happens to Alex we at sure the end of, of these entries. 
we have no idea where he is in present day. And Che doesn't know. Yep. Something may have happened to him. We have no idea. We know that Maskey is still around. We know that... The hooded guy is still around. Do we know that the hooded guy is still around? I mean, oh, I guess I... we can probably we can probably infer... <laughs> well, whoever is putting up the videos has access to the hooded guy's footage. Y- yeah, I was going to say, like, we could probably infer that the hooded guy is yeah. still around and that, that Jay is still around, obviously. Yeah. Jessica was still around, at least. Has <laughs> well, vanished has from vanished the series. Has vanished since, but was still here with Jay yeah. as of November of 2010. I love that the big question mark on the series now is like, what about Alex? Mm-hmm. Because that's not where, like, once we start like looking through the these videos from the past that's not the question of yeah. is what happened to alex but now it is and we also again still have the question of what happened to jay in the oh, first yeah. place like <laughs> why is jay missing seven months of his life yeah as we're following this timeline of these these videos we're getting closer to the end of the seven months and it's like oh we're getting close to maybe uh-huh. finding an answer for that or maybe not who knows there's certainly something afoot here yep We've got three entries left, Mm -hmm. and there are two months, two or three months before November. Yeah, two months. So (laughs) we still got a little bit of time to cover, but we are reaching the end of that time period. I say say two months. Again, we don't 100% know what the timeline of these is, and it's probably kind of a little bit fucky, but Mm -hmm. we don't have to worry about that. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> Do we have anything else? I don't think so. I just, I, I love... I was going to have, like, some thoughts for the end, but I think I pretty much talked about all the things I want to talk about in the entries themselves. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really have much to say this time besides just I really, really, really like this run of entries. There's so much, like, we get a lot of information, and we get a lot of questions, and we get a lot of sass. There's just... Like, looking at entry 47 and how angry Alex is, and then looking at it again after seeing Alex fucking murder a guy. Yeah, it, ugh. That, (laughs) when you know what's happening watching that entry, like, you have, like, a little bit of a heart attack. Like, you feel like Alex could, like, reach out and just kill Jay in this parking lot. Boy, howdy. Um... What is that going to do it for us for the, for these entries? What's on that tape? That yeah, that is, that is... What's in the satchel? Mm. Our final couple of, of questions. Yeah, those are the important ones. What is on this tape that Alex wanted to keep from Jay? Where did the no-entry footage come from? When was the no-entry footage? I mean, I guess we could kind of assume when it was, but... Yeah, I mean, we don't ever get like any concrete answers for that, do we? Not really... No. I just assume that... I, I'll want to come back to that later on. Yeah. But... Yeah, because the timeline's going to be a little weird. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for us for these entries, unless... I can see the wheels turning in your head. I don't know if you have anything else to say. No, that, I, again, it's it's all for it's all for the spoiler episodes, because I, right. I, I can't talk <laughs> about any of what I want to talk about, but... Man, I just, I really, the series is good, folks. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so next episode, yes. we are finishing season two of Marble Hornets. We're going to be watching entries 50 through 52. Yes. And I, are there any to I the was arcs? about to ask, are not there actually... any to the arcs for these? There are not. No, no, there are no to the arcs. So we just get three entries back to back to back. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we'll have our thoughts about you know, the whole season as a whole. And uh, after that, we'll move into season three. We'll have something in between season two and three. We still have not quite figured out what that's going to be. Feel free to send in questions because we'll probably answer any of those again, again, for um, sure. Yeah, send in questions. Uh, send I'm in s- your own thoughts and feelings about season two of Marble Hornets and we'll talk about them. You can send those to greatmoretapes at gmail.com or at greatmoretapes on Twitter. I'm still waiting for submissions for the names of Jay and Alex's cars. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me name them myself because I will come up with something dumb. But that is going to do it for us tonight. And until next time, Jay, why didn't you burn those tapes oh so long ago? <laughs> Good night. No, no.